0: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Self Love Tarot, a podcast about enriching our lives through practical spirituality, self-love, and the tarot. I'm your host, Gretchen Evangelista. You can follow this podcast on Instagram at Tarot. Thanks for tuning into the show today. Alright guys, so I know... Um, recently, I went on a little bit of a podcast break and an Instagram break, um, and it was well needed, honestly. I've been working on this podcast since December of 2019, and I just, I needed a long break, especially with certain things that I was going through, um... I honestly just couldn't access that part within me that was willing to write up these ideas, record, um, edit, publish, post, all that stuff. I just could not gather up the will to do it. And honestly, the month that I did not published anything was just very challenging and I felt like I had regressed which is interesting and I tell people this that healing is not linear and that sometimes you think you've progressed in something you think you've healed something completely and you're all zen and peace about it and then all of a sudden it pops up again and you are triggered in the same exact way and you are just standing there like what the heck I thought I checked this off my to-do list I thought we were over this already like what is happening and so it's normal to think that you are backsliding or regressing um, and I was certainly indulging in that feeling pretty recently. And I, the biggest thing, and if I'm going to just be talking very honestly with you guys today, the biggest thing that I was struggling with was loving myself. And in that struggle, I felt ashamed because here are my coaching clients doing a podcast about loving yourself, self-love tarot, and I was struggling so hardcore with just accepting basic things that I thought I had dealt with when I was a teenager or when I was in my early 20s when I was going through what I um, I tell you guys this all the time of my binge eating history and just just dousing myself in daily self-hate all the time because I wasn't thin enough or my jeans wouldn't fit or whatever. I thought I was done with that. I thought I was like, yeah, I'm so over it. I love myself. I love my body. I love the way that I... I love my relationship with food, everything. I don't care about what anyone thinks of me. And I think it's, it's easy to... Start to do that, (laughs) especially when things are going so good. Because, guys, to be honest, the past couple months, the podcast has really blossomed and it's really gotten a lot of um, listeners and more attention. And I could not be happier about that. And just naturally, I think we tend to think, oh, when things start to go really good that just sets up for a really high fall like a really terrible destructive tower moment and i was feeling a lot of that like oh you know i shouldn't have trusted the amazing circumstances that were happening around me because i knew all this would go crashing down and i would feel like crap or i'd feel like an ultimate failure and in journeying back to The parts of me that I could not love, that was really hard. And that is what contributed to me not having any energy to put myself out there on social media, on this podcast. Because I felt like a fraud. I felt like I was failing because I did not love myself. I'm so excited right now to be talking about this with you guys because I want to answer the question, how do I love myself? And I honestly think this is the primary problem, the primary issue that we all deal with. It doesn't matter if you are feeling like a failure or if you're feeling like you don't have a life purpose or you don't, you know, like your career, you don't have enough money, you can't find the right person. I think all of that stems from the lack of loving yourself. And many of you guys probably already know that. That's why you're listening to self-love tarot. And, you know, the question that I had been pondering about and that people have asked as well is how do I love myself? Like I know I keep rejecting myself for being this size or I know I keep hating on myself because I'm eating too much or I am um, continuing to indulge in abusive relationships, whatever it is. How do I love myself? In Developing that awareness that that is what I'm doing to myself, that I hate myself in this way. And for me, the past month, the past couple of months, have really allowed me to explore the depths of the answer. And the answer that I have come to realize from my own experience is that it's okay To not love yourself. So how do I love myself? The first step in loving yourself is accepting the part that hates myself. It's accepting the part within me that just loathes how I look in the mirror. It's the part of me that continues to criticize how horrible I am, how much of a horrible person I've become that voice It's about accepting that inner critic first and seeing that as something that is calling to be loved, that is calling to be seen as divine. And it's interesting to even just say that because I'm sure many of you guys are like, what the heck, how could... I possibly see the divinity within my own inner critic. But in the same way that, let's say, for example, children may be acting out in school because they are needing attention that maybe they're not getting, it's the same way with our own inner critic. That is kind of the metaphor that I've stumbled upon. In that sometimes... The things within us that are shouting at us the most are just in desperate need for our own loving attention. That part of us that feels guilty carries around this sense of, you know, feeling like I'm doing something wrong. I could have done this better. This is all my fault. That part of us just desperately wants us to acknowledge the innocence within it. And so by accepting the part of us that hates ourselves, accepting the part of us that feels guilty like it's our fault or, you know, that isn't always happy and positive, that inner critic within us, the first step in loving ourselves is owning that, is accepting it and being willing to love the part of ourselves that continually throws us the criticism and the blame and the self-hate <sighs> <laughs> sorry i just have to exhale after saying that because it's right now i don't know how you're feeling but right now just saying that hits home for me for sure because you know in constantly drowning in your own self-hate and self-criticism. Hearing something like this, it just feels like someone threw you one of those like floats or the lifesaver, whatever it's called. And there is a moment of hope there. And I can't always depend on myself in always being happy and always seeing the bright side in things and always being positive about whatever is happening. I can't guarantee that for myself for all the experiences to come. But what I can lean on is my own ability to be willing to love the parts of myself that hate myself. And to love... And to be willing to love, even though those are two different stages of this, they both equal the same healing, the same effect. Because in being willing to love, being willing to see the innocence in the more shadow parts of ourselves... That is what allows the love to enter. You can almost see this as more of a, a passive surrendering type mechanism in that we don't have to fix ourselves. We don't have to grasp for the answer. We don't have to You know, grasp for, okay, what's next? Like, I did step one, step two, step three. Now what? How do I feel better? How do I love myself right now? We can step back from that go getting mentality that we are all taught to embrace and we can relax. We can relax in just being willing, just being willing all you have to do is open the door and you don't have to force the love to come in. The love will rush in. And saying, I am willing to love the inner critic within me is simply opening the door and allowing that love to rush in. You don't have to lift a finger. You don't have to do any heavy lifting. You don't have to follow this elaborate 10-step process to blah, 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 blah. We can really just let this in by relaxing. Relaxing and being willing. What does a healthy self-love relationship look like? What does a healthy relationship with yourself look like? Part of that is loving yourself. Yes, loving yourself unconditionally, but also having moments, days, maybe even months, where you don't love yourself. And you're going through that. And you're going through the pain of feeling like you're not enough or you're not worthy or you need to prove yourself to other people. That's part of the journey. That's part of the self-love journey. And in going through that type of contrast, that's when we really learn that is when we really learn how important this is. And those experiences where you are in the dark of your own self-hate, those are the most enlightening moments you can have. That's when you can truly realize and touch the essence of who you are. That's when you can that's when you can truly see how indestructible you are in your willingness to love everything, in your willingness to love yourself, even as you, in your willingness to love yourself, even as you are continuing to berate yourself and criticize yourself and blame yourself, it's okay to not love yourself. That's the first step. (laughs) I feel like I'm just saying the same thing over and over again, but I really want this to sink in. It's not a test in school. It's not an exam. It's not a project that you can get an A-plus in. It is the beautiful back and forth, the beautiful life that you live. And so when you start to grasp this concept you can start to get a little bit more specific. You can start to write down or say out loud, I accept the part of me that hates the way I look. I accept the part of me that believes I should be skinnier. I accept the part of me that believes I am a failure and that I am behind on everything in life. I accept the part of me that is ashamed of myself. I accept the part of me that is so critical of others. I accept the part of me that always feels like I'm not enough and that I'm not doing enough. You can go on and on and the more you put your loving attention towards these shadowy aspects of yourself, towards these things that you never, ever want to talk about with anyone else, you can see that as just An innocent part of you that has been misunderstood. That is in need of your loving attention. And let's say you can't accept the part of yourself that hates yourself. You can say, and I hope this doesn't get confusing. (laughs) You can say, I accept the part of myself that is unwilling to accept this part of myself. I accept the part of myself that is unwilling to accept myself. Because the part of you that is unwilling, that won't budge, that is not willing to open the door, that part can also be loved as well. The part of you that still might be confused about this, (laughs) the part of you that still doesn't understand this, you can still... Love the part of you that is confused, that doesn't understand, that still feels lost. We can find all the aspects of ourselves that we have pushed down, deep down, that we've rejected. And we can reveal them to the light by looking at them as expressions of divinity no matter how rotten it seems, no matter how dark and crooked and, you know, just horrible it may seem, we can learn to love those parts of ourselves, no matter what. The parts of ourselves that are resistant against things like this, the parts of ourselves that thinks all this personal development stuff is really cheesy and corny, (laughs) we could learn to love that too. And last week I talked about us learning to integrate the fullness, the wholeness of ourselves. And this is one way to do it. It's in learning to love every single part of ourselves that we reject, that we hate. And we can sit here and hate the fact that we hate ourselves and we can love that. We can learn to see the innocence within it. I recently watched this video on YouTube of (laughs) there was this stray kitten that was just being really vicious to this person, the person who was filming the video. And like he was hissing and scratching and biting and just being really, really aggressive towards this person. But the person just kept on offering it food. It kept on offering it water. Kept on offering it, like, loving attention. No matter how aggressive this little kitten was, this person was insistent upon nourishing it and taking care of it and giving it food. Basically, the entire video showed the stages of this kitten learning to love the owner as well. Um, So the first few days... The kitten was still really um, suspicious um, and really defensive and then soon after that it started to soften and really be loving to the owner and it was just such a beautiful video and it was cute and it was actually very funny too. (laughs) Um, Just how vicious this little kitten was. But I like to think of that video and see that as the perfect example. Of how we can learn to love the most aggressive parts of ourselves. That, you know, that self-critical voice within us can hiss at us. It can growl at us. It can scratch at us. And we can still approach it with this loving, gentle affection. And we can still be willing to say, hey, you know what? I get it. I know you're scared, but you look malnourished. (laughs) You look like you need some loving attention. So here's the loving attention. And you can reject it all you want, but I am determined to continue to love you even as you were throwing things at me, even as you were, you know, rebelling against me. I will love you no matter what. And in continuing to apply that to yourself and continuing to be willing to be strong in your love, then that part of you, the most resistant parts of you, will start to soften. Just like how this little kitten was able to soften and warm up to the owner. And another thing was how cute this kitten was. Even as it was growling and hissing and scratching, it was adorable. <laughs> and that's, that's the other aspect of this too, is like, seeing that the most aggressive parts of ourselves, the inner critic within us, being willing to see the beauty in that, being willing to see the innocence and the lovable nature that is truly beneath all of that. I think growing in that awareness too really helps all of this come together. And lastly, I want to leave you with this. What would it be like to be okay with feeling bad about yourself? What would it be like to be okay with your own inner critic? What would your life be like? And accepting your inner critic doesn't mean you are believing every single thing it says. It doesn't mean buy into it. It simply means seeing the innocence within it. It means seeing that part of you is still part of God. It's still lovable. It's still holy. And that is how we can learn to love ourselves. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Self Love Tarot. And I just want to say the biggest, most influential author that has helped me with loving myself and accepting myself has been Matt Kahn. Um, specifically his book called whatever arises love that i feel like i've talked about that book before and in my course adored and worthy and i highly recommend this it has helped me so much and especially if you are an empath and you tend to be more sensitive this book is the (laughs) bomb.com so check that one out i will put it in the show notes And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning into this episode. I love you guys. You guys are the best. And I'll talk to you guys next time.